alone. Bring it back. Hey there, and welcome to the Endurance Town USA podcast, the state of mind destination where endurance athletes of all levels connect. This final episode of our Faces Behind the Races mini-series is brought to you by Race Roster, a premier event registration partner for race directors nationwide. I'm Travis Ford, producer and man behind the curtain here at the Endurance Town USA podcast. Today, our host and Race Slow CEO founder, Samantha Pruitt, traveled all the way to Vancouver, Canada to meet with event director and runner, Charlotte Brooks. Charlotte got her start back in the 80s, barely out of diapers, putting race kits together for her father, Alan Brooks, founder of the Canada Running Series. Since then, she's worked in many different areas of event production at the Canada Running Series and in 2012 became the event director with a total of 60,000 participants annually. Most recently, Charlotte received the Industry Leader Under 40 Award from the National Center for Spectator Sports Safety and Security at the National Sports Safety Conference in 2017. As an added bonus of our final episode of the Faces Behind the Races miniseries, we also have Maddie Jeannot from the customer service team over at Race Roster. Charlotte, Maddie, Sam, and myself sat down in a beautiful outdoor courtyard in Vancouver, Canada, and I'm going to let Sam take it from here. So very happy to be here in Vancouver with Charlotte. Hey, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing? Good. Canada Running Series and Maddie hey. from Race Roster. Yeah, What's hi. Up, thanks Maddie? for having me. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to talk to you a little bit and kind of get to know you. I know you have a deep relationship with the race roster, and we'll kind of dig into that a little bit later. But before we get into any of that, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, so I work for the Canada Running Series. Uh, we're an event organizing company, a race, race management company that organizes four races in Toronto, one race in Montreal, two in Vancouver, and one in Edmonton. All running? All running. Okay. So in different distances, but no trail, just road races. Uh, we no have trail one, yet. Not No trail yet, exactly. <laughs> uh, we haven't ventured into that uh, sphere okay. <laughs> of uh, sport. So, yeah, so we've been doing that uh, since 1990. Uh, so we're coming up on our 29th anniversary this wow. year and 30th next year. Yeah. That's cool. So kind of the trailblazers in Canada for road races mm-hmm. and the biggest series anyways in, in the country. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And your dad was the founder? That's correct. Yeah, okay. my dad's the founder. Alan? Alan Brooks. So uh, I was born in Guelph, Ontario. He was actually a professor at the University of Guelph. Mm-hmm. And he was overweight. He liked to drink a lot of beer. And my mm-hmm. mom was a runner. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so she got him into running. And he just fell in love with the sport. Uh, opened up a running store in Guelph called Runner's Choice oh, okay. back in 83. And did that with some other races there as well. And then finally quit his job as a professor in Canadian history at the University of Guelph. Opened up stores in Toronto. So when I was four, we all moved out to Toronto. And he started races there. And then in 97, he kind of got more into the race scene and closed down the stores. So how old was he when all of this, like, discovery of running? Uh, So that would have been 83. So he was in his mid-30s. Okay. When he got into it, and he's a he two thirty four marathoner. Yes, he did. Wow. Got very doubles all day, mm-hmm. long distance. Loved the marathon distance. Wow, it's really yeah. your mom gets the credit. She gets all the credit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, I don't know if he would have found it on his own. So, totally. and yeah. then how many brothers and sisters do you I have? have? One brother. Okay. So, and he's also my family's. They're all academics. Mm. So I'm the only one without a PhD. Oh. Yeah. So my brother has his doctorate in Russian language and film, okay. and he's off teaching in Newfoundland at Memorial University in St. John's. 
And you're going so, to the School of Hard Knocks called that's Risk Directing. That's it. That that's is right. Your MBA. If I didn't want to get my PhD, I had to go into this. So. <laughs> wow. It's good, yeah. Do the running stores still exist? No. Okay. Um, well, not in my dad's name. There's still one in Kingston, Ontario, London, Ontario, and Waterloo. Mm-hmm. So he had kind of franchised out the stores mm-hmm. and other people have owned them Sounds since like the good, 80s. Good businessman. Yeah. 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 And very passionate about running. And so that just transferred into success mm-hmm. of the races, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how old were you when all of this was going on? I would have been very young. Yeah. So I always say I got started in diapers. Um, but my first memory would be about four or five. I had to put all the safety pins together for the race kits mm-hmm. and all the brochures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then at eight or nine, he let me start signing people up out of the store. So people like were, you tra- were customer service. Yeah. Checking people in. Yeah. Eight or nine. <laughs> I love it. I, I think back to those times and wonder how they put a lot of trust in me. It was before yeah. online registration, so before race roster or anyone existed. So you mailed your form, you faxed your form, or you came in person to the running store to drop it Isn't off. That hilarious. And to they think gave that me we their used money. To fill in paperwork and yeah. send it in with like a check. Yeah. A real check. Yeah. Well, and they hey. gave a nine year old their money and wow. expected them to be registered. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm sure you had amazing customer service. Of course. Especially of course. Mm-hmm. of course, yes. I learned I learned very early how to how to do that and all the customer service fun. Your mom uh, kept running? My mom still runs, so um, I'm actually doing CVs this weekend. Um, so it's Lululemon's half marathon, mm-hmm. and I have a reoccurring lower back injury. Okay. So in March, I did a half um, and swore it was going to be my last one and I should just stick to five and 10 K's until I can like get healthy and, and stop the fun that's happening in my lower back. But I, we organized, uh, races for Lululemon. Uh, so the Edmonton 10 K, they gave me the option of coming and running this, uh-huh. this weekend. So I said, why not? Why so my not? mother has been forcing me out at 6 30 AM oh. three times a week to do my runs. To get training. Yeah. Are you going to run it together? Or no, she's in Toronto. So, oh, okay. But pursuit, yes, you and Rachel, yeah. Yeah. But the race roster app I run with, and she Mm -hmm. cheers me on through the app. And my best friend lives in Poland, and she cheers me on through the app. That's cool. When I do my halves, it's pretty cool how it can bring people to the race that can't actually be there. Yeah, I like love that the cheer, the voice cheer. They can record your voice, or if they type it in, it comes out in the. Very British accent. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely yes. going to get the an robotic. exotic voice. I want an exotic voice <laughs> yeah. for sure. You get to choose Hilarious. male or female for the um, voice as well. That's, right, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So the company really grew pretty quickly, or it was like the stores grew and the franchise element, yeah. and then why was there a race launched? Yeah. So so the the stores were the main part of the business from '83 to '97, and then in '97 he had to close the stores down. in Toronto and he always had the races on the side it was just part of the whole model I guess and what he wanted to be able to put on for the city Mm -hmm. um, of Toronto and so when the stores closed down he basically looked to the races and wanted to see if he could make a living Mm -hmm. uh, on just putting them on so it was him and one other person and they rented an office space um, in a marketing agency in Toronto and just built from there and nice it would have been 2006 when we finally expanded our team to uh, six six whole people mm-hmm. um, that and then it went from there and now we're at 15 so has the city been a big partner then was that part of the play for the growth of the company because um, you said to have an, an impact on the city so I was I, curious what that goal was I think he saw an opportunity to really bring a world-class event to the city of Toronto and he nice. didn't feel like that was represented yet mm. um, with the events that maybe existed in Toronto at that time 
So um, when he had all the races going in the 80s and 90s, we weren't organizing the marathon. So he was the race director for the Toronto Marathon, but that wasn't our event. Okay. Um, and so in 2000, we added a marathon to our half marathon and 5K event in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where he saw an opportunity to bring what the city really deserved. Nice. And, and our city got behind it. And I think it's very unique that we have two marathons in Toronto. Yes. That it's not a one city marathon. So yeah. it's been the topic for a long, long time with a lot of runners. Well, when did you get into running yourself? Or did you just grow Myself? up that that was what the whole family did? Because everybody was That's doing That's what it. I knew, right? Okay. So I, I did cross country and track mm-hmm. and, and elementary school and then junior high. I, I always claim I peaked at 12 and then decided <laughs> You're going to get, get out of it. Kid. It'll happen again. It'll happen. I promise you. You'll get a I'm really count. hoping for this, uh, this, yeah, second wind here uh-huh. so I can get back to my 12 year old shape. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was always, it was always part of our lives. So, um, did that. And then, yeah, I, I stepped out of running in high school. I think that's one thing I'm always really, um, excited to see women that are encouraging young girls to keep out running because yes. that was something when I got into high school I just got out of and it wasn't something I wanted to do anymore and mm-hmm. I regret that I wish I had kind of mm-hmm. kept up with it but you kept going yeah why did you stop was it just know. you weren't into it? it there wasn't enough support around it for the female athletic program I don't know if maybe because running was such a big part of the family I think I felt a lot of pressure and maybe I just wanted to do something else and do something. Pick up a violin or something else. <laughs> I actually random. had to pick up a viola. What? <laughs> in grade nine. Viola. Yeah, I am See? not musically inclined at all or artistic. And in grade nine, they forced us to choose one. So <laughs> beginner strings was the only option. That's awesome. Viola. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't do grade 10 strings. No, just grade nine. Yeah, that was, that was all I needed for my credit. So when you were in high school, you mm-hmm. kind of Put running on the shelf. Yeah, just yeah. you know, we're doing your yeah. thing. Having Went back into life, cross obviously. country in grade twelve, and our team oh. made it to Offsa and did that. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah, that's good. And then, so you were still there on the fringe. Yeah, on the fringe, very very fringe mm-hmm. um, side of it. And then, um, actually, in I think it was two thousand and seven, we had a co op student join us, and uh, she got me back into running. Oh, really? And she thought it was ridiculous. And I always felt really bad going to expos and being like, you've got to run our race. It's amazing. It's so well organized. But I wasn't running myself because that's always the next question. Uh, well, have you run it? Uh-huh. What do you think? What's like, is this a good? Like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I really do think that in order to do our jobs well, you need to know it from all the different sides. So yes, it makes a big difference. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's been about 12 years, 11, 12 years that I got back into it. Okay. Yeah. So what's your running look like over the last 12 years? I mean, road, all road running? Yeah. Any other road. sports? No. Run? Okay. <laughs> but now that your back's firing up, maybe you'll yeah. explore other things. Yeah. People keep telling me to get into swimming. Mm-hmm. And that would be a lot better for my back. Or cycling. Yeah. Or anything that you feel I like. I cycle to commute, but not for, for a sport. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, what, seven miles from the office. So I just bike into work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, What's so. your offices like? Uh, so we're actually in an old sewing factory oh, nice. in the East End. It's called the Distillery District in Toronto. So all exposed brick, you know, the cool. old kind of industrial look, open concept. Uh, you'll see a lot of running shoes and race shirts and stuff kind of sprawled. We've had a few people come in uh, for interviews in suits and get really spooked. And we're like, I don't think this is the right environment yeah. for you. Not so like much. Like piles of running shoes in the front. Mm-hmm. And, 
and we go, I think it's really nice that race roster has showers. We do not, but we still run during the day. Exactly. So yeah, so we'll go out for a run and just hope good. for the best. We got a good sponsor with like wet naps and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's been really set up though. Really great wait. partner. Yeah. <laughs> Keep us clean at the office. Though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're already a partner. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So you graduated high school and went to the University of Montreal. I went to Concordia, yeah, okay. for two years and did French language and literature French there. French language? Oui. Oui, media plusieurs de temps. Oui. I don't want to speak French right now. Anyways, it's been a long time uh, since I was in school. What was the uh, appeal? French. Um, I was in immersion mm. uh, through high school, elementary school, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I used to go and visit Montreal. We have a half marathon there in September. So, um, so that was the appeal. Um, but after a couple years, I decided I wanted to come home. So I finished at York University in Toronto okay. in uh, human resource management. Oh, perfect. So that yeah. serves you well in the career yeah. path you chose. Yeah. yeah, with the small business, I think that's been really helpful. Because um, again, we can't afford to have a full-time HR yeah. manager in the office. So that can just be a part of my job and support the team in that way, but also be the event director. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, was the out. idea when you were in school that you were going to come into the company business or did you have no. something else in mind? I think I wanted to go into HR. I guess that was the idea when I transferred and, and started studying that. And uh, But I needed to work to pay for my rent and to pay for my school. Uh, so I was working uh, part-time while going to school full-time uh, for my dad. And then mm -hmm. in 05, uh, one of our uh, staff members went on to another opportunity with team and training. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and she was doing registration and volunteers and I had been doing registration and packet pickup for her since I was, you know, 10 years old. She was mentoring you the whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Well, mm -hmm. she had only been there for a couple of years, but oh, okay. <laughs> a couple of those years, but it seemed like a natural fit. So I had asked if I could take over her role in that respect and, and take on more work at CRS. And that's, and my dad welcomed that as well as our general manager at the time. This uh, is, Dina. you were 21? I would have been 20. 20? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so started that, and then uh, the work just became more and more. Um, so as the full family business does, yeah. And so full time this, work, full time yeah. school took me a little longer to finish my undergrad. So mm -hmm. I should have gotten a PhD. It was a six year undergrad. <laughs> felt like you were felt, getting one. Felt like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just have been going ever since. So 2005 would have been when I really started in the office. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And your dad still worked in the company. He's still there. So yeah, so he, he hasn't retired. Work. No, he's oh, still very okay. active. He was uh -huh. in Berlin hanging out with, I don't know if you know Nishi, Mike Nishi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, this past weekend. And yeah. he was at Ames Congress before that. So he does a lot of the travel. He's mm -hmm. um, representing the brand in a yeah. different way. And he's hugely passionate about the athletes. Oh. So he'll, he'll, he sponsors a lot of the Athletics Canada um, athletes and, and uh, does a lot of programming that way. Mm. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so it. we've been able to figure out where where our roles can kind of complement each yeah. other, and, yeah. and and how does that work? So what what's your main passion in the company? Where are you putting most of your energy? Um, well, I'm responsible for the event as a whole. So again, like critical path, Event the project, director. exactly. So overseeing the entire team, again, with me doing the HR, my skill set was always with people, mm -hmm. working with people. That's where, that's why I got into HR, not knowing that it was just a bunch of rules and bureaucracy. <laughs> I thought it was Surprise! about people. <laughs> so I was kind of happy to paperwork. go into this instead. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so, uh, and my father, uh, 
doesn't really enjoy that aspect of things. So I really, I really focus on managing the entire team. Hey guys, are we all in on this or what? Hey, let's take an aid station break. Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Race Roster. Not only is Race Roster the leading endurance sport industry race registration platform, but they are truly our kind of people. Founded by athletes, their team gets us and it goes all in on helping race directors like me build my business and stay sane. <laughs> which many days of the week can be pretty challenging. Grab a demo with them. Find out more raceroster.com backslash endurance town USA. Maddie, what are you thinking about all this? Well, I was just thinking um, how interesting it would be to work with family. How have you found that, uh, that dynamic mm-hmm. of working with your dad every day and, um, do you see him in the office very often? <laughs> uh, not as much as I did back in my 20s. Um, so it, it's evolved a lot, and I think we've had to navigate some different mm. scenarios. I think it would mm-hmm. be actually interesting to interview the office and see what they think about our dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I, I think I go back to when I first started and how fortunate I do feel yeah. that he put me into a position where I could do registration at the age of eight. Um, everyone's always told me I've been this old soul and way more mature than I should have been. And I really attribute that to him. Mm-hmm. And I think I built a lot of skills over the years at, at that young age and only because of the opportunities he gave me. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah. you also got to see like up close and personal, the hideous amount of work it re- yeah. it's required yeah. to do this for a living. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And just the passion that it requires. So yeah. how did his value system or his influence yeah. Come up in that way. Again, I think my work ethic all comes from him and seeing how he worked and what was required to put on an event, especially when you're a small team, mm-hmm. like him being one of two when he started. Yeah. The mm-hmm. incredible amount of work um, that's involved. I can appreciate it from having seen it, but I didn't know until I really got into it when we were four or five people. Mm-hmm. And, and I would imagine that feels a lot different at four or five than it would have at two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so long hundred hour weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, leading into race time is is something that I learned really young. And yeah. I know that from, you know, friends and in other industries, it's not something that a lot of people are accustomed to. <laughs> no, and, they're not. Uh, yeah. Except for no. maybe a race roster because yeah. they get to see behind the scenes all the yeah. race directors like us running around. Yeah. Uh, we do. Yeah. We do. We, um, we don't. I mean, every event's different and also same at the... What, what are the common so, threads, just out of curiosity, since us two race director yeah. chicks are sitting here? Like, yeah. what's um, the common thread that you see? Well, it, it's hard to pinpoint one thing. I mean, there are so many different needs for so many different events yeah. that it really is, you know, we have our, our platform, but can it really do it all? Um, but no, I mean, it's at, a human scam. Yeah. <laughs> and like at the end of the day, it's, it's, passion-driven. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like every time I've been to your office, the conversations are around, oh, there's this event that requires our support tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, tomorrow's Saturday. Oh, yeah. And it's just very expected. Like, the hours are similar, right? Whatever is required to get your job done, it's not a 9 to 5 Monday to Friday. And and they're they're great for it. They they really are. Like, it's a big part of the reason I like 
where I'm at, just all the, the travel involved and you're not behind a computer all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get to help. You get to help a lot. I mean, a big part for me is the, all the charity aspect that goes into yeah. running an event mm-hmm. like this. Um, that kind of payoff is really satisfying. And it's it's cool to be part of it without being like directly in it. Yeah. In the nonprofit world mm-hmm. for me. Um, right. You but, get to be the one that comes up with solutions, right? To yeah. make our jobs either easier or more profitable or (laughs) yeah yeah so it's it's been a fun ride so far i'm also curious well you received an award for Mm -hmm. um being a leadership female in the industry right Mm -hmm. under Mm -hmm. 40 what was the actual name of the award Young yeah, chicks doing amazing shit. <laughs> Something like that. You can press on this, by the way. It's all good. It was uh, NCS4, so it was the National Center for Safety and Spectator Sport. There's four oh, okay. S's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so NCS4, and it was the leader in the industry under 40 okay. in safety and security. Mm. Um, so it was interesting going to that conference. It was in Orlando uh, last year. And uh, there were only two women out of probably 70 or so awards given out. Because, again, safety and security is a hugely male-dominated industry. Mm. Um, So that was... That was pretty awesome. So I got it alongside Matt West um, from uh, Dimsey in Boston there. Mm -hmm. Um, So what did you do that qualified you? So they have a committee, um, I believe, of 10 people. uh, And there's different sports, right? So the NBA, NHL... Uh, endurance sport they're all different categories so within our um, within marathoning and endurance sport that's where we got the award Um, and so that committee nominated people and in 2016 um, we had a huge issue at our marathon in the fall with a lack of police officers present and uh, Mike Nishi from Chicago Marathon has been uh, a huge mentor to me and has been helping me build up our command center since 2014 Mm. and he was there um, and got to see me uh, work through that situation and be able to actually put the event on um, with so with in other words the sweat. city just didn't have the staffing the force wasn't available but the race had to move forward and you had to adapt yeah mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a huge issue in the city of Toronto I think it I, I don't know if it's unique it seems quite unique from the other events that we um, manage in the country we don't have the same issue we submit our request we pay our bill and we get the People. officers that we require. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we can put on the event. Um, however, in the city of Toronto, the way it works, it's a provincial regulation. Oh. So it's the Ontario Traffic Act requires a police officer to manage traffic. So we don't have traffic wardens. We don't have anyone else that can be at an intersection. Really? Yes. Wow. That's a lot of labor force. I mean, Correct. seriously. Yeah. And the other side of it is that they have to volunteer for the shift. So it's not an oh on duty. What? So they get paid. Um, eighty dollars an hour for their shift, but they have to select the shift. Yeah. So it just goes wow. out citywide, and you have to hope that they sign up. They sign up. Mm-hmm. So uh, we require 180 officers to do our route, and 180 officers. Yeah. And we That's had just We had a hundred filled oh, wow. on race day. I'm not so, surprised. I mean, yeah. how in the hell do they find 180 officers? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> wow. That was 2016. And you were able to work through it? Yes. So we had to, it got into that incident command situation where we had um, different sergeants that had to come in and work with me on race day mm-hmm. um, in our command center to, to make it work. Did you get to wear a badge? No. You totally <laughs> needed a badge. 
I really that would have would loved awesome. some kind of honorary inductee. Bulletproof vest. That would have been better than this 20. No, it wouldn't Motorcycle. have been <laughs> No, I just Man. stay put in blood, sweat, and tear. Yeah, the 12 phones out. in your ear. One of those segue things. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, all, all within the confines of our command center. So, oh, okay. yeah, so we, we pulled out some solutions. I had, yeah, some amazing people helping me um, on their on their force. Um, so yeah, and we just continue to brainstorm because we still have the Ontario Traffic Act in place that mm. only requires or will only allow police officers in place. So wow, yeah. Uh, out of curiosity, because you've been in the industry for a long time, you've kind of grown up in it almost a yeah. little bit too. Yeah. Like, what does your support system look like in this position that you hold? Besides the staff that you have yeah. in your space and your dad being a mentor, but besides yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's huge. So I think, um, again, with my dad starting so early, it was very important for him to meet people outside of Canada. Mm-hmm. He always felt like we were leading the, the charge. And I think we, we can say that to a certain degree. He's kind of mm-hmm. the pioneer in Canada. So in order for us to get better, he really wanted to go outside of the country. To get what exactly. best practices. Who's exactly. doing what? Exactly. Exactly. So formed a really strong relationship with Chicago, and then they mm-hmm. started the race management program there. So brought in a lot of people from the U.S. to come in every June, um, and we have a little sit down and go through plans and mm-hmm. and best practices there. Um, and he also goes to Europe a lot, so oh, okay. has a, a big community there. And and from there, really, um, I just made a point to really focus on Canada. And so I definitely go to the States. I go to race management program every year, have a great relationship with Houston and Chicago as well um, through that in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, Female so, race director at Pittsburgh. Yes, yes Dee and, mm-hmm. and Patrice are some mm-hmm. incredible women. Um, so learned a lot from them. I worked their command center. That was actually a suggestion from Nishi after seeing our first year. He's there about the same size as our race. Mm. We're starting out about the same time. And that was monumental for me, just volunteering for them that day. It really puts things into perspective. Yeah, well, you have Seeing to get your plans and getting you know words on paper, but actually being in it, mm-hmm. I could, I got it. It was, it was great. Um, and yeah, in Canada, I just kind of tour around and and uh, have built up a lot of relationships with Calgary and Manitoba and out in the East Coast for Maritime Race Weekend and Ottawa and Hamilton, just everywhere. Outside of the running community or primarily in the endurance sport and running community? Uh, They're all endurance sport, running community. Yeah. So those have been the the big uh, race director partnerships that I've had. And they all come out to the marathon again. And last year was huge. We had about 30 um, people come from Houston, Chicago, and That's Ottawa. Awesome. And you could feel it on race day. So cool, it was the smoothest race day we've ever had. Yeah. You know, you've got a race director, you know, throwing bananas at people yeah. and, you know, you're covered. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so it was, it was pretty huge. So Well, yeah. Race Roster mm-hmm. has started to get involved in that, you yes. know, supporting race directors and the Accelerator Series with Running USA and that kind yeah. of stuff. And I have a women's race directors group, oh. Oh, small wow. group that's growing. Yeah. But I think people are really, or we're all, like, addressing a need that we know yeah. is just obvious and there's no reason yeah. for us not to support each other. Yeah, You know, if that's one great. of us does better practices and can learn from the others, yeah. you know, then the whole industry in yeah. general will rise and it needs yeah. to happen right yeah i agree yeah that's yeah, so fun definitely yeah so your whole life is around running yeah Woo-wee. you have to have some <laughs> other hobbies i know yeah um i try to balance try when you to go on vacation what do you do Oh, God, try not to work. run. <laughs> well, I just said vacation. What the? It's hard, this family business thing, too. Yeah. It is, it is, it is, uh, you, you feel an obligation or a, a commitment to it that's probably a lot stronger than um, if you weren't an owner or, or part of the that's family business. That's self-employment. That's you know, it, that's right? That's the nature of that. It doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't 
finish off. Um, I've done, so this year actually was a big year for us in expansion. So Lululemon came on as a partner of ours in. Awesome. Yeah, it's been, yeah. that's been a huge change for us and, and really um, eye-opening um, as far as experience and what you could actually bring to a running event mm -hmm. versus just a well-organized event. Um, and that started last year with a 10K in Toronto. Okay. And then they asked mm -hmm. us to expand to Edmonton this year. So we did that just a couple months ago in July. Mm -hmm. So I've been traveling a lot this year. Okay. Uh, we have a brand new team in Vancouver, hence me being Yay! out here. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we hired some new people in Montreal as well. So we decided to do it in one one year. Okay. Even though Big we expansion. hadn't. Uh, yeah. Our Vancouver team had been around for 17 years, our race director. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Big. So it was a big year for change. Uh, so I tacked on trips to every big So you put end. fawn on the back end or? Yeah, so okay. I went to Portland um, after our Vancouver half in June, and that was awesome. Mm -hmm. I love beer. Great running city, too. Yeah. So when I'm not running, yeah. I enjoy a very beer? good beer. Sweet. Yeah, so okay. Portland beer tour, that was good. <laughs> donut beer or donut tour, I did that. <laughs> went around Washington Park, that was really oh, nice. nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, so yeah, I've been doing a little bit of that. Cincinnati, I like music. Went oh, to see okay. the national. Well, yes, you played an instrument. What happened oh, to that? God, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> that one year. That was stint. to graduate high school. That oh, that was like mandatory. That wasn't no, that was that was mandatory. Oh, okay. Yeah. What no, kind of I music just are you into? More indie, indie, oh, and a lot nice. of Canadian stuff, but some some American. Uh, okay, indie, you have so. to introduce me yeah. to some Canadian stuff, whatever oh, that yeah. is. While we're here, yeah, the Arkells. Oh, do you, do you know with your London uh, race roster connection? So I do, yeah. They're out of yeah, Hamilton, Ontario. Them. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you listen to them when you're running? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I do. They've got some upbeat stuff. Sometimes I have mixes. Actually, I did a 30K yeah. and I put the wrong mix on. Uh-oh. Uh, Cat, Cat Power. It? Do you guys what know happens? her? No. Yeah. It's not. It's not, not good. Not good. Not run. Run. It was a bad race. Just like, yeah. It's not a lot a of suffering. Song. A lot of suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I should, I try to, way. I try to do, I have a couple apps that I'll listen to now with Playmix, like Aptive mm -hmm. um, is an app that I'll, uh, they'll have like a coach in your ear. That, like, While you're tries running? To, yeah. That tries oh, to no. motivate me. I don't want someone Go telling faster. me what to do. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> you call that running? No, she doesn't heckle me. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Something like that. So they'll have playlists. Is that on the race roster app? Pursuit? No, we don't have. Oh, because I was like, no, we're not having that. No, no. no. <laughs> you you can just listen to music. People can track where you're going, and they can cheer you on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, no one's heckling you. So we're well, gonna have Maddie's in the yeah. voice in our ear. Suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah. <laughs> Go faster. It's usually what I yell. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. in an accent of some kind. Are you seeing Maddie? Are you seeing any interesting trends with women in leadership in the sport? in the endurance sport industry um, as race directors or otherwise? Well, I I don't know if I've been in the industry long enough to really identify maybe a switch, but I have met a lot of really powerful kick-ass kick ladies that mm -hmm. are like making stuff happen. So mm -hmm. it's really inspiring to see. It's, uh, yeah. it's yeah, it's, it's cool. It's motivating yeah. for sure. Um, the Canadian scene has really shifted in the last couple years. Um, yeah. So, uh, I Run Magazine um, is a Canadian uh, magazine that did an article after 2016, actually after our, 
our marathon, I wasn't really up for that interview. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't feeling like super empowered. I was feeling quite defeated. <laughs> depleted. <laughs> Definitely uh, depleted. Yes. And they did an article on um, women who rule. And it was all female race directors in Canada. So, really? Oh, we have yeah. to get a hold of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so okay. Kirsten from Calgary, female race director. We have Rachel Monday, yep. the female race yep. director for um, Manitoba, Manitoba Marathon. Mm -hmm. At the time, Charlene was the female race director for Vancouver, but it's now changed mm -hmm. um, hands. Um, and out east, we had Maritime Race Weekend. She's female race director. Yep. Uh, Blue Nose as well. Female wow. race, yeah. Sherry, female wow. race director. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Around the Bay is also the 30K um, in Hamilton as female race director. Yeah, so. there's lots there. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm working on developing outdoor adventure camps as another offering. Oh. And I'm very interested in producing one for female race directors specifically. So where we get together and we have our little hub, like best practices, a yeah. little bit of business stuff. But then we just do cool, fun, crazy stuff. Like have some fun, yeah. Yeah. but really be able to connect and, um, you know, build relationships with each other in a very different way in yeah. the outdoor space, doing yeah. what we love, but yeah. not all business, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. That sounds like an amazing idea. Yeah. Right. Cool. Let me know. Yeah, this. business in the yeah. front, party in the back. Yes, mm -hmm. yes you're invited. <laughs> I think Race Rasters should sponsor that too. I'm just saying. Okay. And Lululemon. So word. I actually pitched yeah. Lululemon today on Yay. that. So <laughs> circling awesome. back. I have a circling meeting back. with them on Thursday to talk oh, about 2019. Well, so we can just sandwich segue. that. Segway. <laughs> yeah, because we're obviously big fans of that brand too. Oh, yeah. 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 Huh. I'm excited for my series. Yes. Yes. So I saw the shirt today. Did you? Well, from I was at the yeah. lab. So yeah, yeah some oh, interesting cool. products. Who did you on. meet with? There. Well, we'll get into that later because okay. this is your podcast. Okay. <laughs> this is about you. Like yes, and back. I did spend the day with Lululemon, so okay. we'll talk about that later. Okay. But um, <laughs> good. so I have a couple questions for you. Okay. If you were to create your own race mm -hmm. from scratch, and it could be absolutely anything. Like you have crazy ideas because we race directors, like we have crazy brain, yeah. right? Like we're always having business business ideas and like creative yeah. things too. So yeah. if you're building something from scratch, you didn't care if one person showed up or 10,000. So it wasn't about making money or raising money or the business model. It was just like, this would be so awesome if I created what? Beer. A beer run? Yeah. Or Maybe. a beer? Something with beer. Something with that beer. It would have to involve beer. That you guys don't have a beer mile. Yeah, I tried the beer mile once. Yeah, brutal. Ooh. Threw up a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it so is like, what? Like, what are you thinking? Well, so there already is something in Toronto, but that idea of like doing a run, like a 5K run, and then having a whole beer festival. And mm. maybe it just needs to be like a really amazing beer festival after. Mm -hmm. I think that would be. Or pub running. Yeah. I like run cheese too to a pub. lot. So like beer and cheese. We do. Yeah. And we've actually partnered with a run crew called Run to Beer. Okay. Um, and the two is TO for Toronto. Mm. Um, so it's a group out of Toronto. Uh, and we run, you run 3K, 5K, or 10K. So very, you know, attainable distances. And you run to a pub. Okay. And it's, you get a free beer Is the after. finish there? Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just 100 it's not or 200 a people. It's just on the sidewalks. It's just like a normal, like, We have one of those run. in our town, too. Yeah. 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 Awesome. The pub run. They I all like go that. running and then drink beer afterwards. Yeah. That's, that's my That's thing. your jam? Yeah. That's my jam. Oh, I would I like something it. like that. Uh-huh. Um, but again, on that Lululemon side, I think that's been really refreshing. And they've been bringing ideas that we didn't even think was possible mm -hmm. to do at a road race. I think, you know, being in the industry for so long, you really have to pull yourself out and see something new and see something outside of the industry yeah. to maybe become inspired yeah, for and bring sure. something in. Uh -huh. um, so them bringing in their flair um, that first year, the 10K, 
uh, the idea was spin bikes mm-hmm. on the course. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, That's funny. Yes, I have I've never, yeah, yeah, like I've never heard of this spin bike business. Like, what is this going to look like? And we had 60 bikes in the middle of a, it's like a six lane highway mm-hmm. or it's not a highway, it's Lakeshore, but huge through pass through in the city of Toronto. Anyways, it was incredible. Balloon arch, DJ, signs, 60 bikes. They're doing a full spin class. It was a 10K race. Mm-hmm. It was the best cheer site mm-hmm. that I've ever seen in my life. I and I would it. never, never. And then donuts at the finish line. No one had ever done donuts. And yeah. people were going nuts yeah. for these donuts. Yeah, we had donuts on our course this year. One of our sponsors had yeah. a donut aid station, and it was hilarious. The pictures, oh, yeah. professional photographers taking all these pictures. People yeah. are just running with, like, multiple donuts, <laughs> running down. You know, it was just so bizarre, really but good. awesome. That's really well, good. whatever <laughs> brings joy to them, yeah. you know, and then yeah. however we can keep the sport moving forward yeah. and bring the next generation in, which, you know, is so critical yeah. at this time because there's just a very big shift. Yeah, you know, in the in the industry. So yeah. whatever we can do to appeal to them, yeah. I have an idea about that spin thing. But my yeah. one's going to be in the festival. Yeah. So that that race is happening while the running race is going on. So yeah. they're like two two, two races simultaneous, yeah. but yet different. Yeah. And being able to create something kind of fun and edgy there, yeah. more in yoga and music and yeah. all that kind of stuff too. Well, and in Vancouver, um, sustainability is so huge that our Vancouver half actually has spin bikes powering our post-race area. Nice. So, like, that's a the cool thing that I don't see in Toronto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for, the beer, for the beer kegs. Keep that, keep that keg cool. No, yeah, I think on. it's the stage power. <laughs> regardless. Yeah. So, kind of a neat idea. Maybe at the event, they can be powering the whole post-race area doing a spin oh. class. Yeah. While people are running. I like it. And I'm drinking beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. So your dad mentored you into the business. Who are you mentoring? Oh, and it could be business, okay. or it could be running, or yeah. it could just be life. Um, as far as mentoring outside, like for for me to have mentored someone, I think the only person I can really speak to it was a, a young woman that I really, I don't know, I felt like a connection with, and and I had done a presentation at a local college. Mm-hmm. I would have been maybe. 26, mm-hmm. 25, 26 in my mid-20s, did a presentation and she came straight for me and was like, I need to work for you. What was the presentation on? It, just to come and volunteer at our races oh, and, what, right. and what our event was Here's about, what we're doing. our marathon. This, and I talked about myself and how I got into it. And and so she just came at me and, and was like, I have to work for you. We have a co-op. Like, is there any way? And I was just, you know, taken aback. She was an incredible incredibly strong young woman. Yes. <laughs> um, and so she started working for us. Um, and I just feel like I saw a lot of myself in her mm. and we really got along and and so I worked a lot with her over that year and a half that she was there and she moved to Brussels and we kept in touch. That's awesome. Um, yeah and she kept talking about how I had kind of shifted her in a young age and mm. inc- I don't know motivated her or um, inspired her to work harder and get what she wanted and and so I still visit her. She moved to Brazil. I was out in Brazil. We talk about travel and whatnot. So I was there in November in a very isolated area. She's like the northeast tip of Brazil. She married a Brazilian guy. And they built a house on a beach. Oh, nice. Wow. When yeah. are we going there? Well, Maybe now that's she, our female race she director's moved retreat. She <gasps> moved again. She's in Copenhagen. Does she want to host us? Sponsored by <laughs> Race Master? I mean, I'm just saying. Well, she still has the house. We should just go there. Okay. It's right okay. on the Atlantic totally Ocean. In. I'm free next out. week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So what about that? What about that experience was rewarding? Was it um, 
connecting with another young female and watching her really live out her own passion. Yeah, I feel like I I think those experiences where they just feel natural Mm -hmm. and everything, like I was just really, I gravitated towards her and was like really impressed with her and drawn to her. So I think it was just a natural thing. And that's that's why I took away that experience and wanted to keep in touch. Mm -hmm. I don't think... um, that that's common necessarily she does move around a lot she left canada um but i i've been really happy to to maintain that relationship that's like a sisterhood that's it it Mm -hmm. it really felt that way yeah yeah so what's your opinion on where the industry is going what do you see and how are you adapting or what might be next strategy steps for you guys yeah i think um it's evolving a lot um people aren't coming to a race and making sure it's well organized and the operations are sound you know that's a given now I think that's really an expectation it's not about the PR anymore exactly (laughs) and no you gotta you just have to do it and then Mm -hmm. what's the extra the extra layer there and people really want an experience and they want that memorable finish line or post-race experience or on-course moment Mm -hmm. Um, I think technology has gone such a long way and can help us build those experiences yes Um, our timing company started a cheer video option okay so we did that last year at the marathon so you go to the expo and you get to record a cheer for somebody on course they don't know Mm -hmm. they might be there they might not you do the cheer and then we have a timing mat set up at 2k to go with a huge jumbo screen Mm -hmm. on course and so the mat triggers the video so you're running by and you see your brother, sister, oh, wife, whatever, so being like, cool. way to go, John. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So just some really <laughs> cool um, opportunities to enhance the experience mm. that, you know, back in the day we were counting cups and <laughs> cones and making sure those things were right, but not focused as much on the other side. Yeah. So that's really where we're spending more of our energy and looking to build our team in that in that way and partner with people like Lululemon mm-hmm. who really bring that experience to an event yeah more creativity really I mean that's what it boils down to yeah yeah definitely and our other entrepreneurial spirit requires that anyway right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and that's one of their values entrepreneur Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so something we share for sure Mm -hmm. hard work sweat tears creativity what what about your own role in that like what's the future for you with the company and even beyond that like other things that you might be working on other projects yeah do you have time for other projects oh man Uh, i'm pretty busy (laughs) well this beer thing this beer thing could be something this beer thing yes i feel like i would find time for the beer idea Um, I think what I bring to the team is just um, that that personality or motivation. Try to really rally behind and get everyone to think outside of the box um, when suggestions come in that do seem like something we've never done before. Is to really sit back and figure out how you can do it first versus the reasons why you can't. Yeah. And really, so that's I feel where my role comes in. It's just trying to like shape the way that we approach certain things because mm-hmm. um, I feel with operations you're always trying to poke holes and figure out all the reasons why something may not work but when you're trying to be more creative you yeah. want to you want to look to how you can actually do it mm-hmm. versus the reasons you can't so. well that must be your personality right right in the way that you lead yeah yeah, I think so that comes naturally to you. It sounds yeah. like yeah, yeah. I think that's, plus it makes it way more fun to do what we do, right? It does. It does. Yeah. Again, seeing that that product. What do you want your product to look like? What do you want to see on race day? It's, yeah. it's pretty cool to to be able to see 
videos of people and cheer and all those things and how happy they are and and the feedback after as well is is also incredible Mm -hmm. to see how much of an impact you've made on someone their first 10k their first 5k couldn't believe they did a marathon like those types of things Mm -hmm. are pretty motivating Mm -hmm. what would be can you think of like the most funny or weird or spectacular feedback that you've received from one of your athlete guests or just bizarre <laughs> even is kind of fun sometimes like something um, you witnessed or saw we get some pretty random things like we had it was like race week for the marathon and in the subject was um a job and then the next line was can i have one <laughs> We were really tempted like, to actually wow. give this person a job. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think we all get pretty random. Don't we? Yeah, random things. I think we should all collaborate. Totally. I've talked to a lot this of race directors fun. about this and create a book mm-hmm. yep. that we can all, mm-hmm. like, we can make it digital. Race mm-hmm. roster can help with that. Yep. Something where we can collaborate yeah. and, and bring all the funny things. So when we are maybe stressed <laughs> out, we can just open it up and, like, yeah. see the funny things that people have asked. Yeah, we yeah. share it around the company a little. And yeah. Of course, we respect it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't <laughs> use my in, face but... or name, but <laughs> no, I'm sure no, you put, yeah. It's <laughs> ever something funny. You wouldn't yeah. believe what Samantha, I mean, uh, the you know, this person in California. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People asking us to change the race date. One, one doctor was like, oh, Sunday doesn't work for me. I have a it surgery. Do you mind just putting work. it on Saturday for me? Yeah. Yeah. Or a little bit later, so yeah. I could get there on time. Yeah. Yeah. But we're in the business of human beings. Yeah. So secretly yeah. we thrive off that. Like sure. our number one value is human yeah. connection. So yeah. we're, we kind of almost welcome the craziness yeah. sometimes because yeah. we like that so much. But then you have to navigate it. For sure. <laughs> How yeah. do I respond to this? <laughs> in a very loving way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what about you, Maddie? Do you have any last thoughts before we wrap up our combo here with Charlotte? Uh, well, um, I just want to say thanks to you both for coming together and so cool. we're in vancouver so cool. together it's awesome and the sun is shining worlds collide yeah it's yeah. shining and it's been really neat getting to know you and um mm-hmm. and i have a really bad fear of birds so i'm happy like no birds have been around no birds no. Have come. there was like a crow was earlier one. like up there mm-hmm. yeah yeah checking us out yeah. yeah not so good with birds which makes for an interesting cleanup day on race day sometimes for me yeah when they all true. come out and try to get the food <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of fun to get a little lady boss activity all in one space. For sure, huh? and it's mm-hmm. just so great that it just—it's so nice to be in person for something like this and mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. what we've been, you know, sponsoring behind the scenes and see it in action. And yeah, yay! What about you, lady? Any closing yeah. thoughts? No, thank you as well for having me and, and Race Roster for thinking of connecting us. And stuff. Yeah, that's been really amazing. I'm sure, they figured those yeah. two have to. I think so. You two did a very yeah. good job bringing us up quite a bit. I <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> but it's natural. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's go drink a beer. We should. Yay! Woo! <laughs> Hey, huge thank you to Charlotte and Maddie for sitting down and carving out so much time to chat with Sam on this beautiful sunny day in Vancouver. Find out more about the Canada Running Series by following them through Instagram at runcrs. And thank you for joining us on this adventure to Endurance Town, USA, where we get to chat with regular people living an incredible endurance lifestyle. Thanks again to our partners at Race Roster for making this Faces Behind the Races miniseries possible. And if you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button on your device now to hear more great stuff as it lands. Also, follow us on Instagram at EnduranceTownUSA. 
for behind the scenes photos, videos, and more. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you the next time we go on this journey to Endurance Town, USA. Bring it back.